0: have a lot of material to cover, so I don't know if you have a question you can pose, and I can probably leave the question for maybe the last 15 minutes, or unless I see something that I not, I need to relate to, I can uh, stop and, uh, and relate to the uh, question and try to answer it, but uh, if I skip, if I see a question and I skip it, it doesn't mean that uh, I'm ignoring it, I Just like don't want to deviate from the material that I want to present to you tonight. Okay, so I'm a Tsvi Aviner, Rabbi and I'm familiar to many of you with me, with the um, uh, with the conventions that we usually have uh, uh, we held in the, in Dallas, Texas. Uh, I have been associated with Wendell Jones for many years, and actually he is the one who uh, attracted me uh, to to Noah. And uh, thanks for him, really, I really appreciate. It. I want to, I always try to mention his name with appreciation because without Wendell, uh, I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't be involved with Noah Hart as I am now. And I really appreciate it because I, I have a chance to learn from, from this experience more than many other so-called rabbis, rabbis you know. So, because when you are a regular rabbi, when you're involved in, in Torah learning, usually you don't think about this foundation of Judaism and foundation of religion because it take, you take it for granted. And you learn about if this is kosher or not kosher, if this uh, whatever the Talmud discussed but you don't go to to really to the foundation of uh, the faith as you do when you try to teach uh, the know-how as as you will see any questions for me so far do you hear me fine yes yes fine okay thank you so much now uh, as we start uh, I want to share, I want to, first of all, maybe today, uh, to devote, uh, the, the, to devote the the class today to the uh, outline of what we are going to learn. And this is going to be, with God's help, a long long course. And we're going to cover a lot of material. Uh, basically, the Seventh Commandment of Noah. Here is a, what you see on the screen, is a, Part of the site that we put recently, and here I'm uh, I'm moving it to the list of the seven commandments. And as you can see, the classes he said um, I mean it tells I, I put here then the order of the uh, uh, seven commandment is um, we're gonna talk about idolatry, adultery bloodshed theft injustice blasphemy and and I put it more mercy which means prohibition to eat blood okay, and the lymph from a living animal so now this is the seventh commandment of Noah presented in a certain order idolatry first adultery second bloodshed third and so on theft then injustice blasphemy and mercy now there are, other, there are other orders in the literature, if you open books, if you read the Talmud, sometimes they are presented with different order, so in fact even uh, this site, this blessed site, Noahide Nation uh, when, when they put their, when uh, Mr. Pedersen put their list on the Seventh Commandment I think he put bless for, my, bless for me first which makes sense, blasphemy first, because don't uh, you, know, you don't commit blasphemy, it's a very terrible thing if you commit this blasphemy. So uh, naturally people tend to put it on top. Yet, according to the Talmud, and according to tradition, idolatry and adultery and bloodshed got together on top why is it why we we I put blasphemy actually to the, almost the last one and I put idolatry adultery, and bloodshed uh on top so the order is very important and why uh, why the top the three the, the rule is as the talmud describe it and that's true for jews and non- jews israel and noah the the top three are the one that uh, you should not, you should never violate, you should actually sacrifice your life, and not violate them. You sanctify your life. If somebody force you to commit adultery, perhaps you should, under certain circumstances, you should give your life, you don't commit adultery. If somebody force you to commit adultery, to sleep with another person's wound, a wife or to sleep with your sister, or God forbid, or with your mother or with your... You commit adultery. There are six women that are, are forbidden there for Noah Haid. It's as part of the adultery as far as Jews do. So if you are forced, God forbid, to commit this terrible crime by force you should, you know, somebody come with a sword on your neck and say if you don't sleep with your sister you should be killed what should we do? So here is is part of uh, you know that on 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 those top three uh, commandment, actually you should the rule is you should, one should give his life and not violate them. God forbid, it's a very terrible situation, nobody should be there, but conceptually. and uh, the third one is bloodshed. If somebody, Put the put the sword on your neck and say, "You kill that man, otherwise I'll kill you." And he does it for under certain circumstances. Well, you should uh, you should never kill somebody else and save your life, but you should actually uh, surrender your life instead. And that's a uh, part of that's why those two three are major ones. But under no, almost no circumstances you should violate them. You should always, almost always sacrifice your life. Whereas theft, if somebody uh, threatens your life unless you steal a bank or rob a bank, well, you rob a bank, but you don't give your life for that. Or, st- or cheat and do some injustice. Even commit blasphemy. Even if somebody say, God forbid, come to you and say, commit curse, curse God or whatever. Well, you don't give your life. your curse. You do whatever they told you to save your life. So that's why it's paramount to put the free on top, idolatry, adultery, and bloodshed. And as the rest of them, the rest of them are. A, uh... Actually, uh, you should keep them, but but not with the price of your life. <clears throat> so that's why I put uh, the blasphemy later uh, down, and, and now noahite the the seventh the, the seventh commandment of mercy, or prohibition to eat blood, I put as the last one because noah was the last. I'll tell you in a minute why. Um now if uh, the question is, by the way, before I leave the subject and I move on uh, the subject, the question is really how much Norahites are required required to surrender their life at all uh, compared to Israel to the children of Israel so the rule is the, the Torah says that Moses says to the Jewish people to the children of Israel uh, you should uh, the, the, the sanctify sanctify your life for me so the rule is for Israel for the children of Israel because of their status as a nation of priests whereas a Noahide nation are the congregation so the rule of the, the priest should actually surrender his life without question uh, and that's why Israel always, uh, mar- the martyr, the phenomena of a martyr are, are very prevalent in, Israel, in Jewish history. Uh, and I'll tell you where it comes from in a minute. It comes actually from Abraham, not from Noah. Abraham was the first martyr. But uh, the question is, an uh, enormous question, how much the halacha, how much the, uh, the Torah uh, require that for a non-Jew? to surrender his life even for adultery, even for adultery, even for bloodshed how much really you a uh, son of Noah, has really to sanctify their life for that and it, the answer is not that simple and I I I, uh, I, uh, I follow uh, 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 it's about three, ten years ago there was a major article published when, when the head of the yeshiva In earth soil his name is Rabbi Neriab, bless his memory. He was the chief rabbi of the Bnei Akiva Yeshivas in the land of Israel. And he wrote an article, a very rabbinical, thorough article, and he talked about uh, the obligation, Uh, he discussed the halachic uh, aspect of the obligation of non-Jews to sanctify their life, even for the major three and he come up uh, with the uh, conclusion that yes, the Noahide also are certainly rewarded uh, if they are, according to the Talmud, if they give their life for those three major obligations uh, although he didn't go as far to say they are really obligated like, like Israel, Israel has are obligated and Noahide are, are not obligated as such, it is not part of the same commandment to certify your life but suddenly you get a, no person get a reward. And if I have time later on at the end of the class today, maybe I'll tell you, uh, I'll devote some time to tell you the story. I mean, where the, from the Talmud, the, the, it's a history, historical piece. To tell you the source of that. Or maybe we'll devote one day, it deserves a whole class on its own. Uh, the reason I brought it up now is to, is to point out to you how the order of those commandments should be carefully kept in your mind. I mean, you don't just quoted, quote them at random. Each commandment is written in stone. It has a certain place. It has another commandment preceded it, another commandment followed it. It, the, the order is carefully placed in in that ladder, the ladder which is actually called uh, in the Zohar, in the Kabbalah, in Jewish Kabbalah, is called Jacob ladder. So the famous Jacob ladder, with the, that the angel of God goes up and down on it. Actually, these are the commandment ladder, and the Noahide nations move up and down on that. That's the Zohar interpretation of that. So that ladder our our should the order is very should very carefully placed preserved. And that's why I put uh, blasphemy as a as a number um, uh six there. Um uh, blasphemy if you think about it, uh let me kind of dwell on it for a moment, you know, idolatry should be the first one because it's a major, major obligation to, to not to uh, to recognize shame, to recognize God, and not to worship idols, it's a major uh, uh, obligation with a lot of ramification and it, it, we can we will dwell on that a lot in our classes. Whereas blasphemy is only a consequence of idolatry, because you believe in God, because you 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 don't believe in idols, because this and this and that. As a as a consequence, you don't curse him. So this is naturally much below. Idolatry should be much higher on the ladder than blasphemy, which is only a particular commandment. There are many commandments a person should observe. One of them is is blasphemy, but idolatry is certainly a major one. Should be on the top. Okay. Any questions so far? I don't know if uh, are you following me so far. i got a waiting for response, and, uh, All right, good, no question, yes, uh, fine, good. Very good, thank you so much. Now, fine, all right, so we'll continue. So, so, I, I, I'm actually s- still talking about the order. Now, I, t- uh, there, I talk about the, the, the order for Malachic aspect, but there is also, um, it to also, a uh, um, uh, so to speak, uh, uh, a logical aspect for that. Why I put, why idolatry at the top. So I move here to the to the opposite side of the page, and here I put. You know, there is a. The, the, it's like a, a way to a way to remember that. If you if you if you grasp the concept, the logical concept of behind the law, then you cannot you cannot make an error you will know, once you grasp the the order, the logical the logic behind it, then you will know which commandment comes first, which one is following and I read it for you why did Adam and Eve say idolatry comes first? because if you don't fear him thereby committing idolatry what would stop you from violating your best friend, wife, committing adultery because after all if a person doesn't believe in God, it will fo- surely fall with a major trap of adultery. Adultery, adultery is a very powerful power, more, more than you know. We don't have to, to, to ask for it for that. The Talmud talks about how powerful uh, this uh, lust sexual lust. So if you uh, and it, it's a very entrenched in Judaism, and uh, it's not the sin of sex; it's a sin of idolatry, Here the church err a little bit. The story of Eden is not about the sex, but it's so, the story of idolat of adultery, because they were married, and when she when she conferred with the serpent, she committed adultery, not. Sexual—it's not the sex. Sex is a blessed thing, but to to to, to commit a uh, but to commit a, uh, a, a, a scene like that with another person's wife, is adultery. And that's—if you don't believe in God—the first thing, the first thing you will fall, is adultery. Now, if you then I am continue to read then. If you commit adul- adultery, you ex- what do you expect from an enraged husband, if not to chase you with a knife, to commit uh, bloodshed? So if somebody commits adultery, what can you expect, if not bloodshed, to follow? And if you violated the wife, why not to violate the person's property, committing theft? Because theft is easier to commit than to 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 violate his uh, personal wife so the, the theft, uh, stealing stealing his property, is uh, easier. So once you violated adultery, once you commit adultery, of course it will be easier to you to commit uh, theft. And if you commit, and if you once if you steal, why not cheat and lie, and to commit injustice? It's easier to just cheat if you if you already broke his, uh, other people home. Surely it's easier for you to just cheat. So the injustice co- comes next, and if you live in such a society that everybody cheat and and commit adultery and, and and bloodshed like Noah's time. So what can you expect? You will, if not, you you would start to cu- curse your your birth, curse curse your creator, committing blasphemy. So that's why Adam and Eve said, "Beware of idolatry." First, so so it's a cascade, it's a logical cascade. It's a traps, the trap traps that people fall into. If you violate idolatry, you will surely follow violate you will follow adultery, and if you commit the other, if you violate the upper two, easier for you to kill, and if you kill, surely you will steal, and if you kill and steal and violate other people's wife, of course you will, you will, you will, you will uh, rob and uh, break the home, and surely you can see what kind of a person you are, you will surely commit injustice and, and cheat and lie, and uh, violate the number five, and uh, what kind of society is that if not a society full of blasphemy and uh, so that's why if you, if you remember that order then uh, you can remember that if I wake you in the middle of the night and ask you what is number four you, you run it in your head easily and you say number four is theft because you know number one is adultery then adultery then bloodshed and must be theft and injustice follows theft and so forth. So if you remember the logic behind it, then uh, it's uh, easy to remember. So we talk the halachic aspect of the order. We talk why the first three are paramount. You should give a life for, for the sanctification of God for that. We talk about the logic behind the the, the chain the cascade of those uh, major topics each one of them, each one of those topics are headlines you can dwell years in studying them in depth, like uh, Jacob studied from, from Noah's son Shem, so he spent fifteen or sixteen years there according to the Talmud just studying those seven, seven commandments so, uh, you can dwell, uh, this is our headlines, but uh, uh, all uh, each one of them should be elaborated and studied in depth. But the order that we are talking now, the order is very important. Uh, good. Any questions so far? Um... Okay, I see some, some uh, I missed some, uh, any question for me so far? Should I go on? Not here, no, doing great, no. Okay, so I'll continue, I'll continue with the talking about the order. So we talked about the Alachic reason, the, the logical reason for the order. And now there is a historical reason to distinguish between them. Uh... You will see um, the reason that uh, I put it in this order idolatry adultery bloodshed theft injustice is the the reason why we, we keep that order because the torah followed the story the, the, the story of Genesis as if you if we learn if you we continue to learn with god help class after class you will see i'll show you. Actually, uh, the story of Genesis, from, from chapter 1 to the, through the book, and also in, uh, in Exodus until Sinai, the entire story actually is built on those commandments. So stop, step by step uh, uh, it goes, uh, so if you keep that order, you will know exactly, you can understand the chapter of the Bible better because the Bible follow follow those this, exactly the same route I'll, I'll give you an example of what I'm saying. I'm talking about not in limbo, I'm talking about the real thing the Torah follow that line give you an example what is chapter one that describes the creation if not to, to establish the relationship between man and God, you know, who is your creator who, who are you who is man and who is the creator how did he create us so all this relationship which is paramount for idolatry the idolatry means not just bow to to status of stone and burn. idolatry means to understand there is a positive aspect of that is to know who is God to know to know him to know your to know who are you and to know what your relationship with God is. So all that is part of idolatry and that is established by the Torah in the first chapter of Genesis. The story of creation is not written just to teach us science but to teach us how man was created, in exactly what fashion was created, and how in his image and so forth, and at what point we were created, and why we were created, and and who created us, and for what purpose. All that is is part of idolatry, part of chapter 1. Then the Torah continued talking about the story of Eden. And what is the story of Eden, if not Adam and Eve, and the serpent, and the sex there, and they were naked, and this and that, and that's adultery. Adultery. Then immediately after that, as as after they they are thrown from Eden, they come down to earth, and what's next, right there, after one verse after they have fallen to earth, kind, kind, She, Eve, gave birth to Cain, and the first thing he does is to stand up in his field and kill his brother Abel, which is the first bloodshed. So here we move from idolatry to adultery to bloodshed with Cain and evil. And what is after all the chapter after after Cain and evil until the flood with Noah? It's of course about all the all the above, but the, the new emphasis on bloodshed and theft, because the flood was came about because of theft, because of stealing, because of killing, because and because of adultery and idolatry. But the major thrust, the major thrust of Noah's life, was to fight against all kind of stealing and robbing and killing and the adultery and the, and corrupt sex and idolatry. Idolatry was for him, was a minimal thing. The main thing he fought against, the main thing that, that the, uh, God gave, brought up the flood, was about violating number 4. Number 4, and, and bloodshed, and idolatry. And, so the Torah moves on to the story of Noah. So you see how the Torah moves on along this, this uh, uh, commandment. And then comes Abraham. And Abraham fight against abduction. He retrieve abducted people, and then he, uh, and then uh, Jacob fight against injustice, as the justice, rape, it's children are raped, the right, a uh, birthright, it's compensation for work, civil order, civil order. Civil order. Injustice, civil order, that's what Jacob is all about. He fights for injustice and civil order. Against injustice and for civil order. So that's number uh, five. And blasphemy, if you can, we'll read it later, the whole story of Egypt and the exodus of Egypt is from going from, from the depth of the depth of blasphemy to the holy. Holiness of Sinai, so you see from, from Exodus, from, from the Genesis, number 1, to Sinai, the Torah actually takes you along this, this commandment, so, if you, you, so that if you remember the order, you will know exactly how to, to read each chapter and to know where you are in the story. I, am I am I okay so far? Do you hear me? Any question for me so far? Or you want to? Any question for me so far? I'm not sure I'll answer. But if you have any question, please pause it. What in our time? What type of idolatry are there? Could you give us some example? Idolatry. Uh, we're gonna discuss it at links. Um. Uh, so there are Idolatry uh, uh, is a, is a anything that attracts you away from God? Attracts you? I mean by not by attracts you either by its logic or by by its beauty or by is uh, an idol as we can, it can be as we perceive today in our modern language idol a youth a you no know, teenager idol and so idol is anything that attract you make apply magic on you away from god and this is the probably the most basic uh, the basic real uh, uh, basic uh, uh, definition of what a tree is of course we we have to go into detail. so if any anything you worship the, the sun and the moon instead of God. if you worship uh, a science instead of God, science becomes your idol. Uh, if you worship your your wealth instead of God uh, anything anything that you attracted so much that you, you it fills your life. And you devote your life to it rather than to God and you forget about God, it replaces God. And some scientists, you know, some scientists are so roped with the science they forgot there is a, they don't even they inter- are not interested in moral issues. Because they're so roped in in the science, they cherish it. And it's a very wonderful thing, science. It produces a lot of good good results. We live because of science. And yet it can become a modern idol, and so that's a very broad definition of idolatry. But we'll dwell on it later on, and we we'll quote the Torah. But the Torah is not what I am saying; it's not what Svia Binel is saying. It's what the Torah is saying. Now, if you look, let's move on. Now we're still we're still looking on the, on the order, on the on the on the importance of the order, and uh, there is a. In a, uh, there is a, so we're talking about historical order here. You know, the Torah moves along, the history moves along. Those 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 uh, those uh, commandments that act like a guideline to history, if you want. But uh, uh, the, you know, from Eden to to Eve and to Noah and to Abraham and to Jacob. Actually, the history, as is shown in the Torah, moves on along those those uh, guidelines it's like a footstep as we are programmed as, as history uh, human history is like program, so to speak, to follow uh, through this uh, commandment from one to the other. each generation has to struggle. With, with, uh, with another aspect of of, of, it, each from, from, of those commandments. Each, in each generation, one of those commandments becomes paramount, become a like major obstacle, as is with the kindle. Uh, you know, in the past we were kindled by idolatry. By ad- then there we are kindled by adultery. And then there is uh, bloodshed. Each generation has its own major obstacle as we move on belong there. Now the, the the first you should also when you look at the list uh, it goes from Eden to Noah to Abraham and Jacob. How? The Noah the first two the first six the first six idolatry Adultery, bloodshed, theft, and injustice, were given actually in Eden, because of the Rambam. And then, so Adam Adam, and Eve got the first six, then after the flood, Noah got uh, the seven one, down here, on, where is it? This is a bloodshed. I read it for, but my father Noah, while standing on his solid rock, said, "Beware of bloodshed first. Don't murder indirectly or directly. Don't commit suicide. Don't commit abortion or merciful killing. Don't be cruel. Don't drink animal blood. Don't eat a limb from living animal, so that the merciful Hashem." We love you, and would hold back in the return, and would hold back the return of the flood. Now, each thing that I quoted here in this uh, little uh, um, this uh, uh, this uh, little piece here, uh, each one of them is a quotation. That the Torah talks about it when Noah comes out from the flood. There is a major elevation by the flood, the rainbow elevation, and there we'll, talk, we'll, we'll go over the verse by verse. Hashem tell him, don't murder indirectly, don't murder directly, don't commit suicide, don't commit abortion. People now wonder where abortion comes from. The prohibition of abortion comes from Noah. Don't commit merciful killing. The do not talk about it. It's amazing that the general public does, doesn't even aware is not even aware of it. Don't be cruel. We mean, don't don't drink animal blood. So don't be, be cruel to your fellow man and not even to animal, and so forth. That's the, 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 the merciful one. Hashem will love you. So, uh, so after all these major six on the top, which were given by Adam and Eve, came Noah and added bloodshed added, added mercy not not to eat beware of bloodshed but uh, don't commi- don't eat uh, don't eat any blood which don't which is part of part of uh, of the fight he, won't, he Noah, Noah wanted to stop to, to, to stop the flood from coming back and he knew that the flood came back because of bloodshed because of a uh, theft so that's why he emphasized in his rainbow revelation those things that is written here uh, to not to be cruel, not to commit suicide, not to kill not even for mercy and so on all that is part of of, the, of number 7 now now, so um, Adam said uh, beware of idolatry first as we already said, because adultery, if you violate adultery, you violate all the rest of them. Uh, Noah, in his life, fought against bloodshed and theft so much, so he actually said he emphasized the cruelty, the the, the prohibition of cruelty. Now, uh, so so if you so there is a uh, there is a progress. Adam and Eve got six. I'm quoting another Rambam. Adam, Adam and Girib got six. Noah added another one, seven. But Noah failed. Then came Abraham and added, added circumcision, which is number eight. And then came Jacob and added, the, the, because of the struggle with the angel, he added was uh, his, his uh, hip was dislocated, and there is a prohibition to eat a sciatic nerve. So this is number nine. So we went from six to Adam and Eve, to seven from Noah, and uh, to Abraham eight. Abraham eight. Hello. Uh, and hold on. Hold on a second. Uh, so Abraham 8 and Jacob number 9 and from Jacob number 9 we went to Sinai and get to Israel Moses gave to Israel number 10 the 10 commandment so the progression from 6 to 7 to 8 of Abraham to 9 of Jacob to Moses 10 is a historical progression. So that's why it's so important to understand the, the logic behind those uh, those commandments. Interesting, don't think for a moment that uh, Abraham number 8 circumcision and, number, and Jacob number 9 the, the prohibition to eat the Shiotic nerve and the Ten Commandments of, of Moses they are not diminishing The the first, the first seven remain, as we will will discuss it later on. They are not, they are not an addition. It's the letter, the Jacob letter, stop at six and seven. It it doesn't move upward. So the additional, the the, the circumcision, and the uh, which is number eight. And uh, the special, the special prohibition to Shiatic in for, for Israel, for the children of Jacob, and the Ten Commandments of Moses, are, are to enforce, to enforce the, the the first. They are only to support, to to enforce the first seven. So the first seven actually remain paramount to Jews and non-Jews. Israel is only kind of kind of a big horse, a strong horse. That has to carry the the wagon out of the mud, so Israel has to be enforced with another three on top of the seven just to to because they are in front because they has to be stronger morally to pull the wagon of the of the rest of the nation out uh but but the that the major trust is still of the congregation you know when you have a congregation you have a priest uh it, nobody can say that the priest is higher than the congregation because if there was no congregation there was no priest so so the priest is for the congregation uh his task is to pull the congregation up so so the the, the, the this is a concept of Israel among among the nation we will talk about the heavenly choir one day the heavenly choir that the seventy nations sit and sing. The angels sing, seventy angels sing, but Israel is, is the one that emphasize a support with the note of the three, the three notes that uh, lift it up. But uh, but uh, the major, the, the, still the major of the letter is based on only three. Maybe I should stop here. Uh, um, any uh, any other any question you would like to to ask me now? We have like 15 minutes, but I will ask you to to, to 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 stay on the topic. If you ask me question, please ask me about the order and the meaning of those commandments. Don't don't ask me, please, you know, things that will will, will diversify from from because we're going to talk about detail. And uh, and uh, and so forth. I I I need to tell you if you if you have time, I'll tell you about the story about the sanctification of of God name. And why why Noach Noah are, are obligated to to sanctify Hashem name? But right now I'll tell you. If I have later on like five ten minutes, I'll tell you about that. But right now I'm open to let's kind of see if you have a question. If not, I'll proceed on. But I'm waiting for your question now. Any question for me? Thank you. That um, none here. Okay. Could you explain more about mercy? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, that's uh, that's not for now. We will get there, believe me. We will get there. Any other question? We will get there very. We'll get there. Mercy is extremely important. But mercy, if you ask me about mercy in in context of of commandment here, uh Mercy in, in, in mercy, simple, in a simple term that I, I refer here. Mercy is when Noah says, "Do not eat, do not eat a limb from a living animal." What does it mean? Is something wrong with the, anim- with the living animal? You should eat it. You should be sick. No, if you don't, he was fighting against bloodshed, and he said, "If you eat, if you eat blood." It's not just living animal, you should not also eat blood, he said. You shouldn't, if you eat blood, and you take an animal, and living animal, you cut his leg and you eat it alive, while the animal is alive, what do you do if not being cold? And if you are cool, you will commit bloodshed, and you commit uh, theft. So that's why you can name, you can put a name, you name the, the number seven commandment as a mercy. Just to shorten it, instead of saying, well, Noah said, do not eat blood, do not drink our blood, do not eat a any animal. It's a long phrase. Instead of saying that, I would just say, Noah commanded us to be merciful. Which is actually the essence of the thing. How can one take his own life rather than murdering? should not be also against all. No, you don't take your own life. The question is, if, 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 if an evil person comes to you and put his pistol at your head and he give you a sword and he put your mother in front of you or another person in front of you and you say, you cut this person's head, otherwise I'll blow your head off. So you don't do it. He does it for you. He blow your head. So what you should do, you should kill the person in the of your life? That's a tough question. Nobody should be there. Should you save yourself in the price of killing somebody else? Uh, and here come the question of, of, of you know, who said that your life is more the than another person life and so on. the Talmud discuss it in detail and it's considered it's a very tough question but the rule is you, you kill you you, you you should kill yourself and not kill somebody else. Any other question? We'll talk about it in a minute and sanctify God's name. Any other question? Leshonara is often linked with murder. Does the Shonara fall under the command of murder? No. Absolutely no. We are talking here about real thing. We are talking here about about uh, uh, killing a person with a knife, with a pistol. The Nara is metaphorically killing. You know, you speak somebody bad, bad, bad tongue about somebody, you can kill his business, you can kill ruin his name, and so forth. It's 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 similar to killing but uh, if you take a sword and kill him, it's a real killing, we are talking about a real murder any other question? so again, what I wanted to, to talk to you about, to present you today, is a, is a, like an umbrella what we are going to talk about, we are going to move in our classes from one commandment to the other, in the, in, the, in the order that I mentioned to you. We're going to dwell for the next few classes on Genesis, on the, on the first chapter of Genesis, to try to identify uh, what idolatry is. Who, who is the creator? What is name? Who created us? Uh, how did He created us? Why do we need to know the book of the, the first chapter of Genesis? Uh, w- what's the story there? Uh, evolution against the against the Torah's theory of evolution against the Torah. Is there, is there any clash between them? What is it? What does the Kabbalah says about it? What does the Torah says about it? So who is the Creator? What is name? What he wanted from us? That will be the topic. Uh, the topic of our next few classes will dwell on on idolatry, on to understand who is God. Who, who are we, and what does he want? What is the difference between us? Okay, uh, I'll click here. I'll click here on one of the classes here, and you can see here on the on the on the side. Let's say uh, uh, the headline here. Uh, know your Creator, idolatry, the first commandment of Noah, we follow that, know your Creator, know yourself, and know the difference. So, in a nutshell, you know, who is the Creator, who are you, We are we, how how do we differ from Him, of course we differ from Him, everybody knows that, but exactly how, and know the difference and so on. So we will dwell about uh, we'll dwell about a dollar tree for a while and then after we finish with a tree, so to speak we never finish with it After we kind of go over the uh kind of i follow about this headline here about the classes given here uh then we'll walk about uh, we talk about uh, uh the uh, story of Eden we move on the story of Eden about the, the second number number two commandment and then we will move on to number three commandment the story of Cain and evil and the theft the story of the flood and what exactly brought about the flood? What is the message of the flood? And how, what's not like? I will try to introduce stories. I, I'll make it not just the. I will make the classes not just as a as a the, the, uh, theological class, as a, as a, talking about the principle, but I'll try to to illustrate it with stories, stories from, from the Talmud, stories from the Midrash, so it illustrate every point. Illustrate that uh a, a point by point, and we as we go move, as we move on about especially about north life his wife nama uh, who she was she 's our mother, and yet very little very few people know about nama and what what inter- what this it turned to be one of the most intriguing stories you will have hear. Uh, Noach and Nama and why didn't they have children for hundreds of years they avoided children and so on. Uh, so we'll t- learn about Noach, our uh, father Noach and, and Nama and then we'll move on to Abraham and, uh, and uh, theft and abduction and the circumcision. And, um, and Noah obligated in and Noah obligating circumcision and all because after all Abraham was a Ben Noah I don't know this is, might be shocking to you uh, but Abraham and Jacob they not, they not, they didn't consider themselves as uh, Jews or as a special kind they, uh, or special kind of a, a holy priest they no they were fighting for Noah commandment Abraham gave his life according to the Rambam for Noah uh, it was just a special case of Noachid because he he was obligated with the with the, with the circumcision, which added to his uh, to his martyrdom and, and and the contract with Hashem. But he, he saw himself uh, is is when he was teaching Torah, he was teaching the 7th commandment of Noah. And he met Noach. He met Noach when Noach he, when Abraham was fifty eight. You, when Abraham was 58 years old, he, he, meant, he met Noah. And you know, you can, you can, you, if you know Hebrew, you will never forget it because Noah in Hebrew is a 58. Noon is 50, Chet is 8. And as it turned out, if you do the calculation, you will see that he really was 58 that when he met Noah, when he met Abraham. So there was overlap, overlap between Abraham and Noah for 58 years the, number, the name of which is the name of Noah in Hebrew numerical. So we talk about Abraham how he picked up from Noah he continually became a special case, a special martyr for Noah and then of course Jacob was alone. He carried noah tradition alone. Jesus, as the Torah described he was, he was alone. He was surrounded by by dogs, by 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 enemy, by anybody. people would try to cheat him, to take his his birthright and so on, uh, take a compensation and try to to rape his wife, his, his daughter and so on. He was fighting for 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 justice and and we'll, so thats we we'll move on to number four or five uh, and civil order and we'll learn about justice. So what? what that's the kind of our f- the frame of our classes will be, uh, with God help. But we'll dwell on each of the topics separately. And as we do, as we go in depth, I put some of the some of the uh, some of the material uh, you you can put it here on the on on the on the site, You can read it, but uh, uh, it's not. If you it's the uh, the stuff that we will read is much more inclusive than you can see on the side. Um, and unfortunately, people if people start to to come in later on, they will they will probably get lost. They won't understand because as we proceed on, we'll move step step by step upward. And uh, as we as we move step by step upward, uh, uh, you will uh, you know uh, uh, you, you will you will your your knowledge will increase. Okay, now uh... is it uh, next week yet yeah I'm ready for next week are you ready for next week yes okay is any other um, good yes okay so we'll meet God help uh... next week and we'll continue, we'll focus now on the, on the commandment one by one the next one is adultery you can, you can prepare yourself read about adultery and read about uh, the Genesis book uh, the chapter 1 and be ready for the next class we will read the class we will read the chapter 1 and we will analyze it verse by verse ok so I will tell you all good night and it has been a pleasure ok have a good night Bye.